I'm just going to use these holograms to pick out some school clothes for the kids to wear tomorrow. That doesn't seem right. Let's try this. Lloyd, those aren't school clothes either, sweetheart. School? Did I hear you say school? Are you kidding? We actually have to mingle with these 21st century knuckle draggers? Look, kids, I don't know how to tell you this. I'm not sure how long it's going to take me to fix the time machine. So your mother and I decided to enroll you in school. Phil, you're going to be in something called the ninth grade. And Pim, you're going to be in something called the seventh grade. I want to be in ninth grade. Honey, they go by age here. All right. I'll start in your seventh grade. Then... I'll begin my slow but steady rise to power. In a month, I'll be in 50th grade! Dad, we need more information about how school works in this century before we just jump in. I'm doing the research. By tomorrow morning, you two will know everything necessary to be just a couple normal American kids. Bitches! We would never call them that. Welcome, bitches. This is a show where myself, Piers Ray, and my lovely co-host, Saskia Werner. Hey there. And Hannah Davies. Hi there. How are you, Hannah? I'm good. How are you? Just super. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. We're together again on another Super Bowl day. Three huge football fans just sitting around not watching the game. We're going to be watching it, though. Okay. Okay. Sure we will. Go blue. If this is your first episode... Just kidding. If this is your first episode... Pick a color. Go gray. Purple. I'll pick purple. Trying to pick a color that isn't actually playing, and I think I accidentally did pick one. That's why I changed my mind again. We got one vote for purple, one for gray. I'm going to go with maroon. Team rainbow. That's fine. We can be almost the same color. Gray and maroon are not the same color. I picked purple. Oh, that's right. You picked gray. Well, maroon's Maybe gray and purple make maroon. If this is your first time listening to the show, uh, this is the podcast where we pick a TV show at random from Hannah's Master Expel spreadsheet. Which we is w- getting shorter and shorter every time. Still close to a thousand TV shows. Mm, closer to 900 than a thousand. Yeah. We are working our way to the bottom. Yeah. How many shows total have we watched right now? Oh my god, 75. Good god. Or six. I know the exact answer to that because I wrote them all down. I try not to think about it. We pick a show at random, we watch the pilot, we watch the finale, and then we quiz each other on what happened in the middle. This week we watched Phil of the Future. Yay. Uh, oh. Phil of the Future. Great, great theme song. Okay. Does it, I want to talk about that for sure. This, I disagree. This is the I worst theme song. It was a great theme song. What? It was so expositionally perfect, like all these shows. It's like it told you exactly what was happening. Yes. It could have been thrown into any episode, and it doesn't matter, which is That's why true. I think it has everything. They aired all of these episodes completely out of order. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are fans of the show and watched it from the beginning, You'll think we're watching episodes 17 and 10? Yes. Yes. But this is actually the pilot and the finale. Maybe? Well, the f- Maybe? I don't think we watched the finale. I don't think we did either. I think... The finale description sounds much more like a finale because they get the chance to, like, go to their home... Back home or whatever. Right. But we, I whatever think that we was watched. The finale. And yeah, I'm not sure what happened. And it what, could have been a finale, though. It ended well for it did. a finale. What's even we'll more confusing it. is uh, a lot of the episode, like when you go into Wikipedia to look at the episode descriptions, for example, they don't make any sense. A lot of them feel completely out of order. Nah. I felt very bad for you uh, that you were going to have to do this quiz. 
This, especially knowing that you, Hannah, have seen all of the show? I've seen none of this show. I thought you'd seen all of it. Yeah. Uh, I worked with a guy in the early aughts who looked like this kid, and I called him Phil of the Future because I knew that this existed. That is the wow. base knowledge of my experience. This Excellent. is one of those shows, again, um, I've mentioned this a million times, that was on the Family Channel in the middle of the night. <laughs> yep. um, but the only one I could stand was Life with Derek, and that's the only one I would actually watch. So I knew what this show was, and I assumed he was from the future because of the title. Of the title. But I had never seen any of this Ugh. until yesterday. And first reactions. I think... What did you, I, Saskia is giving me a yeah, look like, you go what first. do you think my reaction is? What yeah. is your reaction? Your reaction my reaction you, to this show? Yeah. Yes. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. I thought I, I hated the sound effects they put in. Well, I yes, thought it ruined a lot of. It was why, like just why. There was some really weird ones was, that were there for no reason, like cartoonish yeah. cartoon over noises. The top. Yeah, yeah, and they literally had you know the trom the sad trombone like wah, 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 wah. yes <laughs> they had that but with an electric guitar like wah, 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 wah. So that feels very safe by the now. <laughs> There's one guy I won't have to worry about for the test tomorrow. As for the rest of you, Keely and Tia. Oi. I bet you they did that on Save by the Bell, too. Uh, I was trying to think, okay, so other shows we've watched in this genre, which are like Disney shows for 12-year-olds, yes. would be Zoe, Zoe 101, which I thought was better than this. That's So Raven. And That's So Raven, which I thought wasn't as good. I so, put this one at the top of those three. See, for this one, it would be a solid middle. That's So Raven has a terrible laugh track. I mean, it, I, I agree. I don't think it's as good. It I think was this too is high a, energy for me, but I guess that's yeah. what those shows are supposed to be. I feel like if you took the laugh track out of That's So Raven, it would be a shitty show. If you took the sound effects out of this show, it would actually be kind of okay. Yeah. I feel like we didn't see enough in the episodes we watched of uh, where they came from. Because that's what I'm more interested in, is the differences between the future and the present. Yes. All we really get in the pilot is, you know, that... He's educated differently. We don't see much else than that. We see they don't know a few things that, like, you know, how to shake someone's hand. Right. But we don't really learn anything about the future. And in the finale that we watched, which I am saying in air quotes because it definitely wasn't the finale. Yeah. They that didn't really come into it at all. I mean, we we know they can have they have a brain switching machine. Yeah. But that's but that doesn't show us anything, it. right? We get one glimpse of what the future is like yeah. in the pilot, yeah. So and that's n- nothing. It's the lesson, yeah. the learning. Of He's in a school. learning bed, and we learn that there's advertisements in the middle of their school. It's lesson. just like Demolition Man. That was kind of interesting. I've never yeah. seen Demolition Man. It's a dark Man. future when they have sex with each it other is with helmets. Gross. Confirmed. This is there's the no physical contact. Sixth show that we have watched for TV Donuts. Good so God. Twenty-four more, and we will hit one hundred. <sighs> Okay, let me read the description for the episode we watched as the pilot, which is called Future Tutor, which actually aired as the 10th episode, if you believe the internet. But it's definitely a pilot. Yeah, but unlike the Saved by the Bell pilot we watched, they didn't have the voiceover. I remember the first day I met Keely at school. Right? Yeah. And of course, before we get going, quick shout out to creators, uh, Tim Mayle and Douglas Tuber. Okay. Yeah. Pim and Phil start school in 2004. Phil meets Keely and offers to tutor her in algebra. Pim tries to get through her first day of school. (laughs) Very succinct. That's it. 
So, yeah, we first meet their parents, actually, Lloyd and Barbara, mm-hmm. and they're using their little machine. I wasn't, like, they only have one machine, right? Like, the brain switcher is the same thing that they're using to choose the clothes? The hologram thing. Is it like a Doctor Who screwdriver, where it's like, it does whatever you want it to do? That's kind of the sense I get from it. It was unclear, but of... it seemed like that to me. It... It's kind of a catch-all device. Yeah. They have a bunch of different gadgets. That one keeps coming back, does many different things, and it's a big plot point in a lot of the episodes, yeah. obviously. Definitely obviously. in the finale. So they're trying to pick clothes for the kids. Basically, the kids come in. They're like, we don't want to hang around 21st century knuckle-draggers. <laughs> My God. Uh, we, But they're like, well, our time machine is broken. We don't know how long we're going to be stuck in this year. Mm-hmm. Which um, was... 2004. Thank you. Uh, so you guys are going to go to school. Pim, you're in seventh grade. Phil, you're in ninth grade. So technically, this is a teen drama. It yeah, is. I was thinking about it. Could be on Clash of the Teen Drama Chinese. I was like, Hannah's setup- missing this That's why I had not seen it. <laughs> the setup's great. The yeah. premise is really solid. Uh, yeah. You know what? Like, I- It seems like a no-brainer kid show, right? Right. It's like, we'll take a kid that's from a thousand years in the future and stick him in school and see how he works out. I keep thinking of him as an alien, but he's not. He's no, I was the thinking future. the same thing, too. <laughs> yeah. Which is- because we've watched two of those. Yeah. yeah. And it's perfect. Like, they... He can be incredibly handsome, which he is, and still be like an awkward fish out of water. I so liked they get him. everything they want. I thought he was I did good. too. I did too. Very I charming. His, I thought um his love interest, Keely, was also really good. Yeah. I hope this isn't a dumb question. Was he also Curtis? Uh, or was that a different no, actor? No, it was a different dude. Different actor, and I think yes. he just did ADR to make the voices match up. Okay, because it's like his voice sounds the same. That's what was so his voice. Using me. Thank you. Okay. But because of going, the because of the because his body switched, I think his voice also. Yes. I thought he was went with. Him. I was going crazy. I'm like, that's not, that's not him, right? No, it's a tough role. I because... wanted to like rip that stuff off. We'll get to it. Yes, yeah, we'll jumping get to it. way ahead of ourselves. Okay, so uh, the kids get to school. They are dressed head to toe, literally like pimps from the 70s. Yes, yeah. Uh, and they look around and see that everyone is dressed like it's 2004. Yeah, and uh, she says, and I quote, "Dad." Hosed us. I went back because I didn't know what the fuck that meant. She's the best. Well, that's like screwed us. Yeah, she's but the best like, character. Uh, this sh- first of all, show could not be more early two thousands with like the the oh terminology God. and the language or the clo- and the the clothing and the hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the but, like hair. dad hosed us. But like, sh- did he really? Did he do that on purpose? Oh no, he had no idea. <laughs> okay. no. So he had no idea. She just thinks hoser. the worst of everyone in general. Well, Pim is a, like a megalomaniac, obviously. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. She does. She's upset that she's in a younger grade than her brother, but she says she's going to uh, rise to power. Yeah, yeah. In, in a month she'll be in 50th grade. Yes. Yeah. And I, that term, rise to power, is obviously telling of her personality. Yeah. She's fantastic as a little <laughs> sibling. She's great. She's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She's, she's very intense. She's very angry. That's yeah. what I like about her. Yeah. So we all disagree on the theme song. I thought it was great. I, I did, thought, too. Oh, okay. I thought it was Here's great for setting the table, like, yeah. setting the table, but the theme song itself is just I liked how much boring. more was in it the second time. I tried fell, to look at the clip fell, so fell that the future. I could oh, you actually remember it. Yes, of course. It was a very I don't think good it's song. No, it's not a good song. I think you're wrong. It's a junk song. We get our first shot of the classroom, which is filled with children we now know as adult actors, which yeah. was pretty great. We've got uh, Tia, who is played by Brenda Strong, 
who is from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody with our current boyfriend, Mr. Yeah. Cole Sprouse. Correct. She's also currently dating Macaulay Culkin, not that that matters. Oh, um, I'm going to point this out. Sorry. Seth. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, we've got Seth, Evan Peters from uh, oh my American God. Horror Story. That's Evan Peters. Yeah, who wow. plays Seth. He's playing a little nerd here. And He's it's... great. He loves algebra. And then we've got Keely, who's played by Ali Mashalka. Yeah, famous from, from uh, that cheerleading show, Hellcats. Hellcats, Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, and she's currently on iZombie. Yeah. I like her much better in this one. She's amazing. I also like this show much better <laughs> than Hellcats. Yes, definitely. I'm going to point this out. Their teacher, J.P. Minot. Or Manu. Yes, who's he, a pervert and disgusting, horrible man. Oh, is he? Yes, let's talk about him. Okay. He was my least favorite part of this experience. He's, Me too? He's also Curtis. That's the only reason I'm bringing him up, oh, is he's also, he's playing two roles. He's, who sense. is he playing? Uh, he's their teacher. Okay, he, I remember. He, he did a good job in these scenes. He has good comic timing, but now I don't know anything about what you're saying. So I was very upset to see yesterday that he's still currently working. He's being hired. So out there, if you're listening, stop giving this man a job. He got a show I was working on canceled. It's called Spun Out, mm-hmm. starring Dave Foley. He got Spun Out canceled? Yes, because he was renting his condo to two young women in Toronto for years, right. and they discovered that he had cameras in there, and he was watching them. That, oh, my entire uh, time. That's so fucking creepy. Yeah. What I was happy to learn yesterday, because I thought he was Canadian, is that he is not. Oh. <sighs> he is very much an American. Okay. That's insane. Yeah. Mm. And he's very famous for these parts of these, like, you know... Kind of quirky Guys that are, yeah. It's kind of like the Dean role of uh, community. I did... He anyway, reminded me when he gross. first appeared of Dean Pelton. And, we and I like had to him. double check the actor to make sure. J.P. Menu. J.P. Menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's he's a gross. very French And I'm just really man. annoyed to see that he's still working on big shows. Damn. Look people up before you give them a job. Uh, that is... And don't rent from this man. Yeah, definitely don't rent from him. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about... Okay, so um, Phil comes in. He helps Tia with the math problem. She didn't do the homework because of... Because she's too cool, basically. Ice cream. Yeah. And who are you? Phil Diffie. I'm new here. New? How come I never get those memos? X equals nine. X equals nine? Actually, that's exactly what it is, Tia. X equals nine. And you had all night to figure it out. And Mr. Phil Diffie here, our new student, he got it right away. It's a pleasure to have you in class, Phil. It's great to be here. I love math. We have a weird Goodwill hunting segment where he's solving this huge equation. Yes, and then Seth gives him a standing ovation, which just shows they're going to be best friends Mm -hmm. forever. And the teacher loves him. And then we meet uh, Debbie Berwick. She extends her hand. You know what? To shake it. If you need any help getting to your other classes, I can show you around. I'll even take you to the only cold drinking fountain. It's a long walk, but gosh, it's tasty. Look, I don't know what your angle is, but keep it in your backpack. I love Debbie Berwick. Yeah, played by Kay Panabaker, another very famous child (sighs) actress. Very intense again. I think both of these two children are... Who's currently on The Flash. Yeah, so Debbie's like a a Stepford wife, a little Stepford wife. She was intense. Yeah. But like good, you know what I mean? Like She's pure, which you hate. Acting-wise, I thought she really nailed it. I think so, too. (laughs) She did. Yeah. But she's... Because that, from a child, could have come off so fake. Yeah. 
like, like I'm acting this part of this really annoying kid. Because, like, kids that are annoying don't know they're annoying. Yeah, exactly. Most and adults that are annoying don't know they're annoying. Chipper so. and, like, she seems genuinely happy and chipper. She yeah. doesn't seem like a... Especially in the second episode, in the finale. You'd really like to meet her family. Yes. Mm, maybe we do. Yeah. Oh. I hope so. It's a donut question. I... I would also really like to meet Seth's family after he says that, you know, my mom says one day we're going to own all these people. Mm-hmm. I got a like, donut I need question to meet about him, that. too. Mom. Okay, I'm very excited. Don't be. Okay. Don't be. <laughs> so she introduces herself to Pam. Um, the teacher needs a chalk monitor because his chalk's getting stolen. Mm-hmm. So he automatically gives the job to Debbie. And because she's the first one to put up her hand. Pam, who I keep calling Pam. Uh, gets mad that it wasn't democratically elected, so he says, fine, tomorrow you can have an election. That's it? That's how you're going to decide who gets to be chalk monitor? Is that how George Washington got elected? He stuck his hand up and went, ooh, ooh, pick me, pick me. (laughs) I see what this is. This is one of those stalls to get out of work. And I'm in a good mood today. Heard from the wife. So, what the heck? Tomorrow, we'll have an election for Chalk Monitor, and everybody can feel important. Yay! Should we just go through their storyline? Let's do them one at a time. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, so... So the B-plot. Debbie bakes cupcakes, and Pim is very upset, so she goes to her mom, they try to make brownies. In the dishwasher, again, they don't know how to use anything. (laughs) And we get one glimpse of the future here, which is, uh, her mom says, well, why don't I just spray you some. Yeah. And apparently in the future, all food is sprayed out of cans. Dead fucking cheese. One of the funniest scenes I thought was there's so many rule of three jokes in this, in these episodes. Yeah. They hit it so hard in kid shows, I think. It's like, it hurts a little where you're like, oh God, not another one. The one that really worked was when she was like talking to Debbie and then uh, as Debbie would walk away, she would whisper like, I'm going to get you. And then three times she came back and said, like, oh, no, that's not, you know, whatever she heard. Like, she couldn't wait five seconds for her to get out of earshot to whisper her evil plan. Cupcake, Oh, thanks, Debbie. Oh, my goodness. Would you like a cupcake, Debbie? And if I take one, I'd have to vote for you for chalk monitor? No, I'm not trying to bribe people. These are leftovers. And twice a week, I get up early, and I take homemade cupcakes down to the nursing home. See? Hip replacements rock. All right, Burwak. You want to throw around bribes? You're on. I'm on? I'm on what? You're on... A wonderful path of enlightenment. Mm, thank you. And that path leads you right over a cliff. Oh dear, that sounds dangerous. Um, maybe we should choose a different path. Different. Right. One that leads to a field of flowers and a big rainbow. Yeah. In that field, you'll be pushing up daisies. I sure hope so. I love daisies. Does she have, like, bad hearing? I guess it's supposed to be that Debbie's just, like, always there. She's always there. And that comes up again in the finale. Yeah, but Pim, man. She's She's not as smart. so funny. No. Oh, my God. I love her. Yeah, me too. 
So yeah, she shows up with the brownies, which are just like a hard block. Yeah, of, she didn't think to cut them apart. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think they can cut them apart. But she didn't but why even did try she bring them? Home. She didn't try at home to cut this giant yeah. can of brownies. She didn't even uh, bring a knife. So they. Uh, I he, wrote, Mister Disgusting. can't crack it. Because uh, I'm funny like that. I think yeah. they're trying to even cut it with. I'm like, dudes. They try to cut it it's with a ruler. Disgusting. They try to smash it with a globe. And it smashes the globe instead. Yeah. yeah. But what was what was he going to do if that had worked? Uh, if like, he had dive asked, in. Like, if the globe had gone into the brownie. Well, his argument, which is probably crazy, is, like, there was a sweet spot that if you hit it, it, w- it would all crack into pieces. Right. Yeah. Which, what? I know. It's, it's just it's glass, logic to maybe, make a gag work. Not brownies. Yeah. Definitely. Anyways, anyway, she cries and she gets all their sympathy. Anyways, and then she wins. She fake cries though. Yeah, yeah. but everyone else real cries. That's right. From her sad story. Oh, that's uh... of never having anything. See, I like that she's a, such a good liar. She's a really intense manipulator. Yeah. I know. I love her. Definitely. She's a wonderful person. And uh, yeah, and then she wins, and then she's not happy that she wins because it's a lot of work. She had no idea what the job actually is. No. She just wanted the power. She just wanted the power, exactly. Yeah, and she's left to clean all the chalk. Yeah, I cannot believe how little happens in her plotline. And she still tries to whisper bad things, and then Debbie still hears it. Yeah, yeah. And Debbie, she has bad hearing or something. We find out in the finale that these two have been best friends for but an have entire they? semester. Debbie, have they really? Debbie but thinks that when do friends. we think that starts? Because it doesn't start at the end of this episode. Or is that Debbie considering them best friends? Uh, yeah, yep. you think? I so? don't think. I don't <laughs> think you don't think there's a change in their relationship. No. between the minute Debbie shakes her hand, she thinks they're best friends. I, right. That's how I saw it. Okay. She even gives her that nice cupcake. She remember when she gives her the cupcake? It's got a personalized yeah, compliment on it. Yeah, yes, it's for the old people at the old home. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like a sexy hip replacement or something. Oh, it's yeah. not a compliment something weird. for her. Something weird. I, yeah. I totally misheard that bit. I thought she made her a custom cupcake. No. in the batch. No, she was just saying that they weren't a bribe. They were just leftovers. From the the, she donates hip replacement. Them to the See, old right, and she proves home. her point with the cupcake. So we're supposed to suspect her. Of being a lesser person, but Debbie's just a good person the whole way through. Yeah. Oh, that makes her unbearable. <laughs> now I like her even She's more. like the best person. That's the problem. All right, let's get back to Keely and Tia, who order their off-campus lunch, obviously. Because they course. have much better taste than everybody else. Again, this is like a weird California school where everyone has Zoe infinite money. Zoe 101, for sure, yeah. Uh, Phil offers it. to help them with their algebra because they have a quiz coming up. And yep. they both did not do their homework, but they're like, go away, don't talk to us. And then a minute later, once they're inside out of earshot, uh, Keely basically says, yes, I'll take your offer. Please, I need help. Yeah, but can we go to this restaurant that no one would ever go to so that no one will see us together? And he has no idea. Adolph's Pink Pig. So excited because it's really called Adolph's Pink Pig. Pink Pig. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's the only German name they know is Adolph. Apparently. Uh, he does like a victory dance, which everyone sees. And yeah. it's ridiculous. He's so excited. So and many people stop we, and watch everything. We know that she is embarrassed to be seen with him because she's making it so obvious. She should be embarrassed. We no, also that's so mean. Yeah. We also went past the uh, the part where he does go into his school, where it flashes back to when he takes classes in his white room with a helmet on, of just all these videos of everything. Um, and we also see a commercial for soda, uh, for soda infused with the great taste of cheese. Right, a cheese soda. It, 
it's weird that they have Disgusting. to watch ads in between lessons. And their lesson is just a teacher in front of a green screen. Yeah. Like, playing footage. So it's... The future does not seem better to me than the present. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a fun way to learn, that's for sure. I mean, it's one thing if you can just, like, stick something into your brain and you know it. True. But, like, to spend the same amount of time sitting there listening to it, you might as well go to school where there's, like, other fun people to be around. Exactly. Yeah, socialize, like a normal person. Do you guys remember Seth's breakdown of popularity? Yes, I do. Okay, who was the coolest, the popular people? Football. Yeah, there's popular teams. Then the football. Okay, so at your school, was that true? Because I, I feel like this is a trope. Of television shows where there's like the kids are even cooler than the jocks. Like that did not exist in my school. It's like the football players were the cool kids in my school and the cheerleaders. There was like a mix because there were. Well, like, obviously, there are some cool kids that don't play sports, but there wasn't a separate group of them in my school. There was a group, I don't know, like, and plus, like, the cool kids are never really the cool kids. They're more like the kids who are having parties or doing, like, doing more of that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there was a sports clique, but then there was also this cool kid clique, which is really just right. people who party, and then there's crossover between them. Gotcha. Yeah, so then that's but, more like this. That, yeah, it wasn't like that in my school. It's definitely like the football players were at the top of the pyramid. I don't think we had a football team. A lot of my... <laughs> yes, that changes things. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. Well, so, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, football, hockey, like, whatever the sport is at the school of basketball, right? It's just, like, in our school, football was definitely the most important sport. <laughs> And then hockey. And then lacrosse. Anyway, it doesn't matter. People a lot in my school. There was no such... There was no such... uh, Popular kids football team, the Ski Squad, which looked amazing. That's the one I wanted to Followed by the Ski Squad. Student government, the Soccer Studs, which was also a pretty good one. I'm amazed they were below student government. Air Guitar Posse. That was my favorite. That was That's the one Pierce would be in. I wouldn't be in it. I just like having them those guys are lame as hell, but... And then us, he says. Mm-hmm. And then Phil, dig algebra. Phil replies, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So funny, though. I kind of like this show. Yeah, I liked it, too. All right. So, they go to the pig restaurant um, to it's work on algebra. an awful, like, Bavarian stereotype. It's amazing. They spoke German, right? What did they say? Did they? Yeah, did they speak German? (laughs) Maybe they were pretending to be speaking German. All I could think about was, what a terrible place to even pretend to study. In the middle, yeah. Well, the thing was, right, and I think this was the joke. Let me explain the joke to you. Please. He wanted to go to the library, and she said, no, it's too noisy. (sighs) That's the gag? Then they went to the noisiest place on Earth, where there was literal... There's an Oompa band. band. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't question it. Oh, there were a nope. few things in here that kind of annoyed me. Okay. Also, they had no books. He taught her algebra at the restaurant using With vegetables. Radishes. It yeah. worked. And celery. It worked. His very... dad is freaking out about leaving. We got a little interstitial of that. I don't know why it's important, but he's like, you know, where's Phil? We need to go. It's just to get that final scene where he's like, okay, we're going back. Yeah, and I then guess. it fails. So to, it's to like. To prove that he's still working on it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that Phil is like, oh, I don't want to leave yet. I'm getting attached to these people. Yeah. Oh, this, oh what a girl. Oh. She's so pretty. She is very pretty. So the pretty. waiter insists that they dance. No one else has to dance. Phil nails, like nails, this choreographed step dance. There, that is, there's no choreography. They dance in both episodes. They, they slow dance in both episodes. That's big. How did you know to German folk dance? Oh my did that look God. like German folk learn. dancing with all the? It was appropriate. That's what she spoke German to the waiter. Such. She said something to him in German. Anyway, it doesn't matter. 
so then Tia and her homies show up. Of course, they're at the restaurant for a very important homework assignment. Mm-hmm. That they have to interview the owner, whatever. Just it's random. Only, it's the only German restaurant in town. Yeah. So Keely makes Phil hide under the table. Oh, no. What? Oh, hey, look, it's your friends from school. Yeah, how about that? Can I stay under the table for a minute? Why are the two? I'm sensing something's the matter. Yeah, kinda. I mean, you know how it is with cliques. Actually, I don't. Why are they such a big deal? They just are. And there are rules, lots of them. The most important one, you can only hang out with people in your own clique. Period. Why? That seems stupid. Phil, you ask a lot of questions for a new kid. Where did you say you're from? Uh, Montana. Actually, Canada. Spent some time in Mexico. Things were a little different there. Well, here, cliques are huge. Oh. So I guess it would be bad for you to be seen with me. Kinda. All right. I'll see you around then. Uh, no! Tia, we'll see you. Wait here. I'll check to see if the coast is clear. So they won't be seen together, and then she says she's gonna see if the coast is clear, which obviously it isn't. No. She yeah. gets busted right away, and they sit down with her. And Phil has to sneak out. And he sneaks out quietly and just makes the saddest face I've ever seen. It was very sad. He's very nice about it, though. Yeah, yeah. too nice. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. yes, he got away, thank you. Phil Diffy, don't be so nice. He's a gentleman. He doesn't want to create problems for he's these sad. people. And yeah. they're a weird culture. She tells him you can't hang out with people that aren't in your clique. It's very depressing. Which, thankfully, was not true in my school. Yes. People nor were not annoying like that. No. Like, don't talk to people that you're not friends with, or we'll stop talking to you forever. Yeah. That didn't happen in my school. Does that happen anywhere? Really I don't weird. think so. I don't think so. I think, again, and we talk about this more on Clash, that's more of like a seventh grade girl move. Oh, yeah? Okay. When you're 12, 13, that's like middle school is when you're like at your worst of like treating other people like shit to see oh, wow. like what your power is. You know what I mean? By high school, you're like kind of, you've got more bigger problems than trying to like make other people feel bad about themselves. That's so bizarre. That's, that's just know. my experience. That's very good to know. It's 12 year old girls you need to avoid, not 15. <clears throat> okay. So where are we? They, uh, she sneaks out. Okay. So she comes back immediately the next scene. She publicly thanks him. So she got over that pretty quickly. Yeah. It was the look that he gave her. Yeah. I think she, she felt, felt bad. Guilty. Yeah. And so she realizes she comes and joins his table. Yeah, she got a B on the test, and she's really excited. Her mom's going to put it on the fridge, probably. Yeah. A B instead of a D. Yeah. Which is a big jump. Yeah, big, and then she uh, gets Tia to also join them. She says, okay, but this is a one-time thing. Which I was surprised by, that she like immediately went for it instead of just abandoning her. Because the one time, people she's, are going to start talking right away. I guess she's the fourth friend, so she has to be in on it. She has to. <laughs> and Seth, of course, immediately... It tries to make inroads with Tia. That, to me, again, we keep referencing Clash of the Teen Drama Titans. Sorry, guys. Please listen. We love it. But it's, this is a teen drama, so it's so it was so, like, Seth. Like, like, he's probably gone to school with these kids for years. Right. And they don't know his name, you know? Just like with Seth and... She's not listening. No, I'm listening. She's reading her notes. Yeah, I know. She's checking. Let's let her talk for My a while. My eyes tearing. Uh, Phil gives a little speech to the whole quad, like, hey... This is a major breakthrough. I mean, there's no reason why people can't eat outside their social groups. Life is short. What are we waiting for? (laughs) Hey, you, Mr. Football. Go sit with that band guy. And you. 
Aren't you from the Glee Club? Go scoot over there and sit with the kids from Metal Shop. And you with the pom-poms. Have you met the girl hiding behind her laptop? Ah, uh, Phil? It's not happening. All right, well, you can't change the world all at once. How about one table at a time? You, from that clique, go join that clique. And you, go sit over there and... Go sit with that man guy, he says. Bad. It's a weird kind of... It's supposed to be stirring. It starts out stirring, but nobody's going to do it. And eventually, Keely just makes him sit down. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the lesson there is. Yeah. One table at a time. One table at a time. One baby steps. And then it's time to go home. But I'll never get to say... I didn't even get to say goodbye. In the RV. Oh, yeah. I forgot their time machines in RV. Well, he points it out as as soon as they go back to the future, it won't look like a stupid RV anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's their disguise. Yes. Okay. It is. So they can park it on the street. So they're about to take off when... Uh, no parking on Tuesdays. He's got a boot on the RV, right? He's getting towed away. He's, He's getting, getting towed, towed He's away. already... Okay. They think they're flying through space, but they're actually getting towed. Right, so that's going to be a recurring thing where stuff just keeps going wrong with this RV so they cannot get back. Yeah. I assume for a while. I assumed it wouldn't happen until this episode. I would assume they would be stuck there for a while and then like, oh, they already have a solution. Time travel. So it wouldn't take that long to figure out. Time travel question, are they allowed to remain back if they choose to? Yeah. Wouldn't that be against time law? I mean, not if they don't say or do anything to interfere with what's going to happen in the future. But just by existing there, they are. I guess. Time trap. I mean, Sorry. if he marries Keely, we should never then question. She time can't marry well, the person she was not. meant to marry. Phil had never gone there, and then she wouldn't have her kids, who could be like his grandfather. Oh. Uh, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, you're right. They should go back. I don't know what's going on. Ah, let's talk about the finale, which was not the finale. No. It was actually episode 17 called Neanderphil. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Uh, Phil tries to impress the mayor's daughter, but things get bad when he switches places with Curtis. Oh, dear God. Pim realizes that she can't stand Debbie and doesn't even want to be her friend. Yeah! This is a show for children. That's It's so... Brutal with their plot lines. Holy shit. Alright, how does this one open? Oh, with Curtis and the mailman. Curtis the caveman. A mailman. Jumps on the mailman. Okay, to me, there are only two donut questions. One, does Keely know Phil is from the future? Doesn't seem like it. But this isn't the finale, so I don't know. And two, how long have they been living with a caveman? This is... One of those is a donut question. Okay. Let's I not. assume it's the first. It, do you want to? You know Does what? Does Curtis come out of nowhere? Is this his first appearance? Well, I feel like they accidentally tried to travel forward and ended up traveling back. Yeah. It is not his he first appearance. He doesn't come out of nowhere. <laughs> he says, "Who let Curtis open, open the, the door? door?" He's been there a while. Yeah, yeah. Curtis has been around for a little. while. I don't care for that. No. No. Okay. Well, I just all right. We're As gonna, a story plot line, I don't care for it. We'll come back to Curtis. Okay. So he attacks the mailman who's trying to deliver a giant envelope for Pim. So their their solution. The mailman gets a name, Ordell, which is great because that yeah. doesn't usually happen. Give a give a name to the bit part. Why yeah. not? But uh, their solution to him attacking the mailman is to have Phil swap bodies with him. Right. To explain the situation. Yes. You passed. They could have just yanked him off and said, this is our mentally ill uncle. Who? Yes. But could they have controlled him? Uh, who knows? That's a great question. He seems to only know two words. 
Yes. Unga bunga. What did he say? <laughs> I don't Bongo? know. It I have it somewhere. He just says gibberish. Yes. I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Chunga kunga. Chunga kunga. So Chunga-kunga. he works it out with the mailman by saying that was a test by corporate of how he would handle it. The organization thanks you, gives him an umbrella from the stand, pushes him out the in door. In the meantime, really great. Phil, who's now got Curtis inside of him, is eating a plant. Right. And I did not understand why this was the opening until later, when the whole episode is just going to be a random body-switching disaster. Yes. Exactly. Gotcha. So Phil goes to school, where he sees the mayor's daughter, whose name I never caught. Alice DeLuca. Thank you. Alice DeLuca. Who is that? Alice DeLuca. You know Alice DeLuca. I don't know Alice DeLuca. Alice DeLuca. She's in the French club, the karate club. Oh, and she rides horses. French karate horses. Got it. Oh, and on top of all that, she's also the mayor's daughter. You got enough cheese there? And she's... I guess. He's never seen her before, so he gets the 411 from Keeley. She Who likes is? horseback riding. She's the mayor's daughter. She's into karate. Basically gives her all the info. This, again, was a very Saved by the Bell episode. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to do everything she does until she falls in love with me. Which is... Creepy. Creepy. But he figures that out, which is good. And I thought it actually tied in really well with the problem of constantly switching bodies because he's someone he's not. Gotcha. The whole way through. I thought that was neat. Right? Thematically? Yeah. yeah. Also, Keely has gotten a job. Just conveniently. She's working for her family, Bussing tables. Right? Nope. Kelsey's mom's catering business. Right. So we don't know who Kelsey is, but I guess she's a classmate, probably. She says she looks after her cats sometimes. Yes. And she's going to make $6 an hour. And the most adorable thing about this is the first thing she thinks about is, like, what she can buy Phil. So we know, even though we've missed the donut... Yeah. She kind of likes him. She likes Phil. Yeah. There's something You don't there. go around offering male friends uh, gifts with all the money you make at the first time you get a job. Like, yeah. that's a no. lot. Yeah. Especially when you're making six... That's got to be illegal. Yeah. It's very dangerous. Dangerous. I mean, generous. Generous. Yeah. Generous and dangerous at that age. Meanwhile, at school, uh, Pim is surprised at her locker by Debbie Berwick. By my nightmare. By balloons. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and Pim, or not Pim, Debbie like squeals. Debbie, I'm in a good mood. My English teacher's car broke down on the highway. No second period. Don't hose my buzz. Pim, eleven ding dong. It's our anniversary. We've been best friends for one whole semester. I told you not to hose my buzz. This is total buzz hosing! Well, I've got the cure for that. One wiener dog for Miss Pim Diffy. Can't stand that noise, Debbie! Stop! Stop! I swear, by Lord's mighty hammer, if you don't stop, Oh, she's so she yeah. does a great little excited noise in this. That I, yeah. I really like a lot of the choices the actor made. I also wrote Debbie squeals, yeah. and she annoys Pim so much that Pim yanks the door off her locker to reveal it's full of balloons yeah. and screamers. And and the reason is it's their anniversary. They've For been one whole, best friends. Yeah, 
I would one whole semester. I would legitimately love to have a person in my life like this, like who thought they were my best friend, but yeah. drove me crazy. But they did like these weird things. I think that'd be so interesting. It would be right. I don't. I'm not. If it wasn't mutual, I don't think I would feel would guilty. Not. We would feel guilty. Yeah. Pim does not feel guilty. No, Pim is just annoyed. But she is. But yeah, she, she also doesn't want any of these things to happen. She yeah, she hates it. We would love like giant cards and. Well, I would hate my locker full of balloons. But to be fair, like she also gets it. Like, Debbie annoys her so much, she tears the locker door off, and then the principal shows up. Yes. So, I feel like Debbie is constantly getting Pim into trouble. Yes. Unintentionally. Like, Pim's getting herself yeah, into trouble. Yeah, because he tells but... her parents, who then, like, want her to go to yoga, because it's more relaxing. Yeah. She's got anger issues. Should we do her story again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah we gotta do it. It ties so, in better than last time. She gives in to her mother's requests and agrees to go Only to yoga. after she accidentally smashes the brain-switching thing. Yes, because they get the giant card from Debbie. Yes. Featuring herself on the front. Which is what the mailman was delivering at the beginning of the episode. It all ties together. Together. This is actually, now that we're saying it aloud, this is a really well-scripted episode. It is. It's tight. I like it. It's just, I don't like caveman shit. It's just, and I don't like, like body switching storylines. No, it's the only, it's the best version they'll ever be. You don't need anything else. Yeah, so yeah, he, she gets the giant card from Debbie. She freaks out. She cannot get away from this girl. Her parents even think they're best friends, and she says no. She's like my, like literally, she's she's like my receptacle for rage. She's yeah. where I put my anger. Like for that's twelve mental. year old for a show for yeah. children. That whole conversation is crazy. And they're like, okay, well, maybe just give her a chance, you know? And so she agrees to go to yoga, and of course they show up, and her mom's telling her, like, she's heard amazing things about this instructor, there's no one like her, she just, like, she blah, 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 blah. It turns out to be Debbie. Which is insane. They they call her Mrs. D? Yeah. Master D? Master D. At no point did they say to her, we're going to Debbie's, like, that's one thing in this episode that makes no sense. Yeah. I guess it's just because her parents are from the future and they don't get things. That's. It also I don't think her mom purpose. knew it no, was she didn't. Debbie. She did not. She had just heard really good things about this Master D person. You know what? One of my questions about the mom makes a lot of these story points kind of make a little more sense. Okay. Well, so, we look forward to hearing about I, that. There is there, there's a hidden logic in the show that... That we we don't see that we missed. Yeah, yeah exactly. gotcha. So uh, she brings a tiny television with her to yoga, which Debbie takes away from her about two minutes before the end of a very contentious game that she's watching. Yeah, and she's a sports that nut. makes her finally snap and tell Debbie that they are not best friends and they will never be friends, and she cannot stand her. Debbie's little heart breaks. Yes, so she gets a group hug. Oh, that was the best. That was the best. Yeah. Uh, and Debbie, you know, she's sad. And her mom's like, uh, you're being mean. Yeah. yeah. Stop being mean. <laughs> i make this right. Fine. I'll make it right. We'll yeah. be friends again. But she says we're going to make a contract. Yes. You cannot There's do conditions. all these things that annoy me. Like Which 200. So stolen by uh, Big Bang because they have the exact same thing. That mm-hmm. is so true. Roommate agreement. That is so true. Which I always thought was so funny. And now I know they just took it from Phil of the Future. They've stolen it. <laughs> 117 conditions. Which is surprisingly few. Which Debbie doesn't even care to hear. She's on board. Yep. Doesn't matter what they are. She wants to be friends. She's completely insane. Yeah. 
But And uh, they get the tag of this episode, too, just like the first yeah. one. Which is so funny, because the show is called Phil of the Future. Right. And Kim has got the tag on both of these episodes, but she basically is like, they can't have lunch together, that's not in the agreement. But she wants to make a doily hats, and unfortunately... I'm sure it's gotta be somewhere. So, Pim, do you want to go to lunch together? Sorry, condition number 73, no public lunching. Oh, right. Darn ski. Oh, condition number 21, no adding ski to the end of any word. Right. Well, do you think there's anything in there about making doily hats? I'm sure, I'm sure there's something. No, it's not in there. So she has to make doily hats with Debbie. Which is great. Which is way worse than having lunch. I yes. feel like Pim should have been a spin-off show. <laughs> I would watch I would have watched that. Yeah. Pim of maybe the after the two years. Pim of the present. Pim of the present. <laughs> exactly. Alright, well we'll call her and see if she's up for it. Pim's cup. We, we could write a uh, pilot <laughs> starring Pim. Amy Bruckner, if you're listening. Yeah. Alright, so All right. Phil takes karate and uh, He takes karate to impress uh, Alice. Alice, thank you. Who to wants Luca. to spar. Exactly. Right. He pretends to and she does a great job of just knocking him flat on his back. Amazing. Obviously. Kicks his ass right away. So he decides to pretend that he likes horseback riding and speaks French. <laughs> Neither of which he does. He no. speaks one sentence yes. in French twice. Which she does not pick up on as strange. Dumb. Like, she's... She's actually excited they have so much in common. Yeah. He's shallow in this episode because the only reason he's interested in her is because she's, she's attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just, he just saw her across the room. While Keely, who is also pretty, was yeah. trying to buy him stuff. Yep. He's completely oblivious <laughs> yeah. to this. So... He is good. from the future. Yeah, he gets a yeah. pass on some of this stuff. It's not as bad as if he was a normal kid, but... Like, <laughs> she's also just... It's just the way the character's written, but I hate it when characters willfully ignore strange things. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I guess he's just been knocked flat on his back, so they assume he's, like, concussed or something. Yeah. But it, it's weird that this kid shows up in karate class. He's never been there before. White belt just clearly does not know anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's strange. Well, they also ignore his They're extremely strange. strange behavior that's about to happen, so... Yeah, sure <laughs> it gets do. a lot weirder. So he shows up at the gala to meet her father. He's looking slick at the mayor's ball. The mayor's yes. ball. He's the mayor. You know how the mayor's always. Oh, they, they, have mayor. they have all those balls. Every mayor has a ball. Damn it! Uh, Keely gets mayor. in trouble immediately from her boss for mingling with Phil. Her boss Manny. Yeah. Never gets a line. No, just, just gets keeps looks. Looking at her, Manny mm-hmm. beat it. Yeah. Get out of here, Manny. <laughs> So he heads off. Like she, he heads off with Alice. First, Keely Alice gets Keely to take a photo of them. That was she amazing. Cuts Alice out of the photo. Yes, which I mean, that is our like most obvious clue. Okay, she definitely likes. She them. definitely loves yeah. them. Um. So meanwhile, Daddy Lloyd is trying to fix the brain switcher. And uh, Phil and Curtis switch brains again. Sure. First, first thing that happens though. Is, well, this is a this is a weird timing thing in the cut because we see that we see that Curtis switches out of his body, right? And then more time is going like it's exactly. happening simultaneously. Yeah, but we're seeing it 
we're seeing it delayed. One and then the other, yeah. We cut back to them walking up to the dad. They're about to make the first introduction. And then in the moment, Ezra, she's like, this is Phil. What should I say? I had, I've never met an official before. Well, don't worry. Just say hi. Daddy. Hi, sweetie. This is the boy I've been telling you all about, Phil Diffie. Pleased to meet you, son. Chunga Kunga. <laughs> Phil. Phil, um, where where are you going? His eyes glow green, and like his mouth glows. And literally, and not a person sees this either time it happens. No, it's just for the audience. That I, that I'm okay with. Like that, I buy. I don't mind effects like that because I get that they're just there to be a visual thing to be like, okay, the characters have switched now. I assume that in the moment, maybe it's not as Yeah, I would visible. hope so. It's not real. It's yeah. very, very neon green. Yes, it's, <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah. blazing. Like his yeah. eyes pulse. Yes, yeah. And uh, then he eats the mayor's boutonniere and takes off running. Mm-hmm. Yes. And again, Alice just ignores this. Well, she doesn't ignore it. But she, she does but not she ignore it. She ignores it to a level, it yeah, that it's not real. That's, she approaches him after and was like, I told him it was a joke. He jumps, but it didn't. He, he jumps. He jumps up. Like, I know. That's the part where, like, no one no one thinks that's weird. That's crazy. So yeah. he, But he says he's just nervous when they switch back. That's why he's acting weird, because he's nervous. Which is the classic excuse. He yeah. also says chunga kunga. Chunga kunga. That's the two words he knows. <laughs> uh, unfortunately for all of us, while he is Curtis... Keely admits to him that she's jealous that he's there with Alice. Oh, so he never gets that information. Yeah, that was so... Uh, that killed me. Instead, that he killed me. attacks a stuffed bear and tries to stab it with a flag. I feel like he was communicating with that bear. Yes. He like went up to it and was like... Like looking at it as if he was like getting a message from the bear. <laughs> and then he goes and grabs that flag to, to I assume, to stab it like you say. I but he was, he was talking to that bear a second ago. I don't know. I thought he was going to stab it. They swap back... Alice says, "I I, gives that excuse that you just gave." Is that thing? Did he call it a wizard? Yes. Okay. Mm. Yes. Didn't they also call their daughter a wizard? Yeah, but I was very confused. Never mind. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Yes. Okay. So that that's when he tells Alice he's just nervous, and then the mayor asks him about his future, Mm -hmm. where he tells some dumb joke about how he's. Thousand years from now, I'm still gonna be living with my parents. Mm. Yeah, a mm. joke that no one could possibly get at yeah, the table. Yeah, and that he shouldn't be telling people. No. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, brains switch back. It turns into a giant fight over the roles. Oh. This is the part that pissed me off. Okay, because this mayor, all he wants presumably is a role. Yeah. Right. Hundreds of roles get thrown in this scene. Right. He could have eaten any of them. Also, He's also how- holding on to the basket. He could just take a roll out of the basket. Yeah. Why is <laughs> Why is every adult in this room throwing rolls at this teenager? Yeah, so many rolls. Right. That's and the point, though. Exactly. He throws rolls to get to the rolls he wants. They're all the same. So dumb. It made me really mad. It's a very... I like the visual of it. It's just... Like, really, exactly. It, it's, but it's like, don't... No. It's, no. It doesn't... Logic free. Sense. So Curtis... And also the thing that freaks him out is a toupee. He gets scared by a toupee. Yeah, that's right. Like, why would that freak him out that the hair comes off? I guess it would freak out Curtis. Because he was like Yeah, he's like, never sub-human. seen it before, but like of all the things you've never seen before. If I didn't know wigs were a thing... 
and I grabbed someone's hair and it just all came out in my hand, I would probably scream. You would run away? I would be like, this person is dying in front of me and their body's falling apart and this could happen to me. And okay. I'm holding the evidence This could happen to me. Fine. I'll give you that one. Okay. Phil fixes the machine because his dad didn't check the bloobity bloobity. Yeah. And, uh, the bloobity bloobity. I can't yeah, remember. I whatever didn't break part down it is. what it was. The it f- rhymed. That's all I remember. The flange or whatever. Uh, so switch back and he falls off the ceiling and hits the drum kit. And yeah, and nobody gets gives dumped. him any more second no, thought. Arrested or talked to or nothing. Nope. Asked, Asked, what the okay. fuck are you doing here? So he apologizes kind of to, to Alice. Admits that the only reason he's interested is because he finds her attractive. So? Yeah, I'm sorry, Alice. Uh, I'm not normally like this. Yeah, I know. That's what you keep telling me. Yeah. What I mean is, I don't normally lie to people. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm I'm not listening. Just keep talking. Look, I don't know karate, and I've never ridden a horse before. Oh, and you don't speak French either, Phil. (laughs) That's true, too. But... Why would you lie to me? Well, it's... Because c- <laughs> you're cute. I mean... Keel, I, I got this one. Oh, sorry. So, you made up all this stuff just to meet me. You know, I, I mean, you, you, you are tall and, and pretty eyes. Your teeth are really... I probably deserve that. And I deserve better. Well, he tells her all the lies. Yeah, that yeah. he's been pretending to in karate and speak French when it's not really true. It's just like this is this is a big date to take someone on that you don't really yeah, know. to meet your father? Yeah. It's huge. At his big banquet? Yeah. It's it a, is, an important It is event. really crazy. Uh, I did like when Keely was walking by and she's like, you're not yourself lately, Phil. Yeah. As he's just like <laughs> what? eating at the, <laughs> at the buffet trying to scare other people away from the shrimp. Yeah. That was, I did enjoy... This the, this main guy, uh, Raviv Ullman, I think he's a pretty good actor. Phil? Yeah, yeah Phil yeah. did a great job with a bunch of this stuff. I don't know stuff. what he's doing now. Um, let's take a quick gander. He, uh, he was good. Very charming. Mm-hmm. Trivia. Speaks Hebrew. With yeah. the, oh, man! He was, uh, looks like he hasn't been doing much lately, but he was on Broad City back in 2015, and he's got one upcoming thing right now. So it looks hmm. like he might be taking a hiatus. A break. Yeah, Kay, who also who plays Debbie, also seems to have taken like the last five years off. Maybe they're in college. Could be. It looks like he it looks like a lot of one episodes of things, one episode of Phineas and Ferb. Uh but wherever you are, man, I like what you did. I think you're doing good work. Very so charming. Come Great back job. to us. Yeah. Yeah. I liked this show. Uh I didn't understand why she ripped his sleeve off of his jacket. I thought that was accidental. Whoa. Okay. I she broke up with him? Uh, I'm not sure what happened there. I do feel like it was on purpose, but I also don't understand what the point Maybe of it was. Maybe it was a reference from some a different episode or something? Maybe. I I don't know. The important thing, though, is we get Keely and Phil dancing yes. together. And she made $42. Plus tips. That's a, wait, I thought it was $6. Oh, plus tips. Is that including tips? $42 plus 10%, she said. And then she was trying to figure out the math of that. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Or 15 years. 10%? She was trying to figure out 10% of 42? Yeah, because that's easy. Yes! And then they danced. And she was taking five, Manny. Yeah. That was a nice... That's a really nice moment. Love it. Love them. 
thought it was very cute. So there's a lot here. Uh, if they hadn't had all those cartoon sound effects, it would have played like a like a really nice romance. Instead, it plays like a live action cartoon. They're very young. Yes, she is. There is still, I think, even it? if you take out the sound effects, there is still They're a lot of silly. Thirteen years old. True, but compared to other similar shows like That's So Raven, which yeah. is way way over yeah. the top. I thought this was less silly than that, I and agree. I agreed. There were certain moments where the sound effects felt so out of place, or where it was noises that. Like, that's not coming from that environment. Yeah. 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 It's just, like, to punch something. It's, like... Like, they punched up people's that. expressions. Maybe that's to get, like, the five-year-old's attention. May- yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's making a horn noise. Because if these are ninth graders, then this is a show for sixth graders. Yes. Really. This and is then a show the- for, like, 10 to, to 12, 10 to 14-year-olds, probably. I would say all these shows are. They're for, you know, or 8 to 12-year-olds. Right. They're for people who are about to be in junior high. Yeah. Exactly, and then of course you can watch it with your kid sister because there's another younger character yeah. but that also reminds the TV's you on and you don't get to control sister. it, so you have to have someone for you to pay attention yeah. to. Exactly. All right, quiz us. I want this donut. I'm All right. ready for the quiz. Let's do Hangry. All right. So question number one: mm. simple yes or no. Does Keely know that Phil is from the future? Uh, in the donut. Yeah, in the donut or in these episodes? No, no. She does. Not yet. Wow. When does she find out? Uh, well, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because of the order this airs in. Yes. Oh. Cheer. This is a... We, did, we didn't I watch believe, the finale. Yeah, I believe she finds out in the first season. But I don't think she by definitely this finds, episode that she knows anything yeah. at all. Okay. It's, she knows by the actual finale. I bet you it's yeah. the finale Which is why out, I was thinking... they're going home again. <sighs> So if you were watching these in order that they aired, she would know by the time this episode aired. This episode was episode aired episode 17. Yes. Oh, God dang it. But this is the finale. No, it's not. This was that's a complete I, mislabeling of the files we watched. Oh, my goodness. This, that's all it was. I don't think it was a Disney thing. It wasn't like the pilot. This one was just a mislabeling of the episode The finale, files. I believe, is called Team Diffie. And, uh, yeah. We episode 100% just watched a four episodes Phil's future it. friend oh comes God. to 2121. He offers the Diffies a way to get home. Will Phil choose the right decision? So that's the finale we should have watched. And I bet you that she does find out in that episode. I will agree with that. But this is interesting, because I went with the, on Wikipedia... The episode labeled as the season one finale, and I know Wikipedia is not the best source for this. Well, no, they're all different. They're all different, in, and Wikipedia one. also does not list the pilot as an episode at all. It's like, a totally different pilot, though it also aired out of order, yeah. which, which is wi- crazy. What does Wikipedia say is the finale? The finale is uh, Phil almost endangers the opportunity for his family go to go back to the future when he refuses to take part in pranking the mayor, mm. which actually Ooh. makes sense as a finale. Like, Weird. to endanger the, the chance of going back. It's all about returning. That makes sense. There could be a big confrontation there. All right. Weird. Well, this I'm, I'm crossing off this question because it's impossible to tell. Well, either way, we both answered the same way. So yeah, the answer so is so. yes, probably. The answer was yes until we started talking yeah. about this time. Yes, level. probably. All right. Because it that? might be in the finale. Question two. What exactly is Phil's Uncle Curtis? Is he a... Uncle? Yeah. Well, then. His name is, they call him Uncle Curtis. Okay. I feel like I do definitely may have even written that down. That's funny. Go ahead. Is it A, Pim's failed attempt at making a clone from prehistoric DNA? B, a fellow time traveler with brain damage from a flawed time warp? 
C, a hologram brought to life when Lloyd spills a milkshake on the hologram device. Or D, a caveman that snuck into their time machine. Again, you have A, cl Pym's clone. B, a brain-damaged time traveler. C, a hologram brought to life. Or D, a caveman. I want to say A, but I'm going to say D because that was my first instinct. It was mine. I'm staking with D. You're correct. Yeah. They went way far back first and then, then came, came further. Yeah. yeah. So they've been to other locations. Which I would like to see. Now this is something, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but Barbara Duffy wears turtlenecks. Diffie. Sorry, Barbara Diffie. I just think it's like they chose their own name and they got it wrong or something. I, th like I totally Pim, agree. Pim Diffie. Pim, like Pim Diffie. Diffie. Pam Duffy, but it's like they got it off. Anyway, go ahead. And I'm sure they named him Lloyd after Christopher Lloyd. I future. Okay. Why does Barbara Diffie wear so many turtlenecks? Okay. A. She wears a futuristic vocal implant that's visible. B. Her head is attached to a separate human body. C. She's a robot with a detachable head. Or D. She has to wear a full body pressure suit at all times to manage her stress. I'll answer first. Okay. This time, I'm going to go with D. B. Nope. She was supposed to be a robot with a detachable head. They filmed that plot line. Damn. It's in the trailers. It's in everything. And then they cut it out. But that's why her neck is always covered in every scene she's because in. Because normal, it was that's a where robot. You, that's where, no, this is where her head would her attach. Her human head? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But it was a robot. Was there a robot body? No, no. It's a robot head, too. The robot head. Oh, just my God. She's supposed to be full robot, mm. which kind of explains a lot about her personality. She's not... But it's kind of also really gross. It's really mean to her. Yes. To be like, you're a robot, and then, like, you're not a robot. You've been acting like a robot this whole time, but you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Close. Sorry, lady. Sorry, Barbara. That's good, though. Well, like, yeah. Yeah. Debbie right. Berwick is written out of the series in oh. the middle of season one. Okay. Why? But we watched it. Well, as we know... They juggled every episode. But in the first season, she's written out of the series. And technically, according to my episode list, it happened before this episode we just saw, which is insane. So. Because they're best friends. Is she A, a fellow time traveler that Pym sends back to the future? B, a cyborg that Phil must melt to save the school? C, she goes to school, a school for the gifted that Pym does not get into? Or D, she moves to another town but promises to visit Pim every summer for the rest of their lives. Aww. Is it my turn? C. Yes. I'm saying C also. I'm so sorry. She's a cyborg. What? No way! She's a cyborg like that's supposed to be perfect, and uh, they end up... Two cyborgs! Two cyborgs. Two cyborgs. The That's probably part of the reason they... And now there is zero at this point. Are there any that have made it onto the show? Any actual cyborgs? Uh, she... That storyline stuck around. Oh my god. That was her... That's how they wrote her off the show. So why was she there in the first place? She's made by some company to be like a perfect child Jesus put into this Christ. thing and, uh... I, that's how they get rid of her. Have we got any of these right yet? No. Yeah, yeah, you no, got... No, we haven't. I think you got one. <sighs> Hannah got, got you got one. You got um, what what Uncle Curtis was. It's one nothing. Yeah. So no. What? But neither of you guessed. What was Uncle Curtis? He was a caveman that snuck into their time machine when they visited. Yeah, I the said crew. that too. Oh, yes. then it's one one. Yeah. My apologies. We're Sorry. Tied. 
Uh, but yeah, the other ones you guys have been way off on. All right, let's let's do this. I'm All gonna right. get this one right. Toes are a recurring plot point in the season. Toes. Toes. Human toes. Okay. How many toes do people from the future have? Is it A four, B six, C three, or D one? I'm glad you didn't give us five as an option. We have four, six, three, and one. That's correct. I'm going to go with three. Mm, interesting. Interesting choice. I'm going to go with four. Final answers? Yes. Yeah. Hannah, you're absolutely correct. Yes. It's four. They go to a tomato farm and they have to take off their shoes to oh. step on tomatoes. And so he gets a prosthetic. Oh. A fake toe. And it comes up several times. And then, of course, he loses it in the vat. And, oh, yeah, a bunch of it. That is disgusting stuff. and uh, funny. Does Phil ever return to the future? A, yes, but they come back. B, yes, never heard from again. C, no, trapped here, but they're happy about it. Or is this D, in the future? This is in the future. This is a little outside of the donut. I just want to see where you guys think the story's going. Or D, yes, but it's implied they might come back. No. I will go with no. Trapped here, but happy about yes. it? Yes. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to say D. Hannah, you're correct. It goes back. It's, yes. But it's imp- it's only implied they come back. I was going to say. It seems a. too happy of an ending. You said implied, so it's like, it's going to be that one. All, All right, right, I win. Where's you do win. Um, I just want to let you guys know that Seth is replaced as the best friend in season two. No. And uh, the only description, this is going to be a question, but it's so stupid. Uh, the only description for the new best friend is it's Owen, the suave one. What the fuck? <laughs> and all the... Uh, Seth isn't suave enough for you? Yeah, right? Uh, I don't, I don't get it. Evan Peters is too good for this show. He really is. <laughs> he really is. Everyone on the show is. He has a Marvel superhero it. in his future. So I feel like I like the basic premise of the show. First of all, yes, yes. congratulations! Thank you so much. I'm so hungry. Ooh, pistachio. That's right, because the show is nuts. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So funny. Um, look, hey, you got to do something with these donuts. Yes. I would say it's it's medium. It, this show? Yeah. From the quiz. Not for it or against it. From that quiz, though, you can tell that the show goes it's off the rails. Mess. And it gets rid of a lot of its best stuff. Like yeah. getting rid of Debbie Berwick. Yeah. She's an amazing character. Yeah. Why? I don't know and why. And seems to be one of the stars of the show. Right? Yeah. At least from what we see. Yeah. She's... And to do it like halfway through the season? <sighs> Why would you get rid of that dynamic? So strange. I love the relationship between yeah, Healy and Phil. Yeah, their friendship would be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. those two are good too. That would be fun, but yeah. um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think we're going to miss too much by not finishing the show. It's mm-hmm. not that it's not good. It's just yeah. Tia wasn't doing much for me either. Although I guess we didn't see her in the second episode, so she didn't get a chance to have much of a storyline. Not at all. But she's she didn't have a chance. No, she's a pretty bland character off the yeah. top. But I mean, that's her role is to be kind of the. Not, malleable she's not catty. one. Yeah, no. Well, she sits with them. Yeah. yeah. She's just like a best friend who lacks security, I guess. She's like yeah. a little insecure. She's less open to new things than Keely is. Anyways, recommendations, Saskia? Well, I, I wouldn't recommend you sit down and watch this. Okay. What about for kids? Don't keep good. it away from your children. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Don't keep it. Like, if a kid's watching this, that's fine. It's, it's good. Could be worse. Yeah, exactly. Could yeah. be worse. Hopefully we're going to get something a little more substantive this time, though. God willing. Yeah. Um, what numbers we got? One in 916. Saskia, would 444. You... All right. Then I guess I will go with 
323. <laughs> okay. Do you guys have any hopes, any dreams? None. I hope it's South Park. Oh, that would be good. I just want to watch South Park again. I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, Season one. What would we even do? Our favorite episodes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Like, we would each pick our favorite episode yeah. and just watch that and, and talk, talk about it a lot. We have your woman, Outlander. Oh, I would watch Butter's very own episode. Yeah, 444 is Highlander. Wow. I can't believe you're saying that. This is amazing. 1992, okay. action, is- adventure, fantasy, mystery, sci-fi. I think we're, we're good to go. Highlander. Here. What else we got? Never seen it. What, okay, wait. That would be a good one, though. Yeah, it's got to gotta go for that most likely 323 is a crime drama called Underbelly from 2008 yeah we're definitely doing Highlander yeah pass on Underbelly <laughs> alright guys tune in next time when we watch Highlander thanks so much for listening everyone you can check us out we're at TV Donut on Twitter or um, the best thing you can do is just drop us a quick review on iTunes so thank you for listening thank you there you are bye bye, bye. meet a boy named Phil and his family on the And they're on their way to a time way, way, way back in the day. So now we fail, fail in the future. Keeping it together just as best as you can. Fail, fail in the future. He's a 22nd century man. On a holiday through history. But the final destination was a mystery. Cause something on the time machine had flown. So they ended up right here in our time zone. So now we fail, fail. Never knew in history just where he would land